0: Welcome back to episode number 22 of the Mama Knows Business Podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Krista, and I am so excited about today's guest. She is the owner of Sarah Gav Social. Her name is Sarah Gavia, and she's a social media manager and content creator who's helped thousands of clients reach remarkable growth and success on social media. And she is just amazing. Her content is so good. It's so relatable she is always helping her audience grow. She gives out such good advice for free on her Instagram account. If you have not followed her, you need to do so right now. Her Instagram name is at Sarah Gav underscore. She's just amazing. And I followed her for a while. And I love interacting with the people that I follow, you know, regardless of how many followers they have, I will comment, I will reply to their story. And so we started a conversation and eventually she ended up on my podcast. I am so excited about it. She's remarkable. Today, we talk about why niching down is so important and how to decide to do that because it's not easy. And I had to go through it with both of my podcasts and she had to go through it too. So I'm going to let her share her story. And I am just so excited for you to hear this conversation. Make sure that you go follow her and tag us on social media so we know that you love this episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Mama Knows Business Podcast. I'm Pamela Krista, Jesus lover, wife, mama to five, podcaster, blogger, and show and website designer. I know that running your business is hard work and I feel your frustration. You wish you had someone there to hold your hand through it all, answering those burning questions and give you that inspiration, encouragement, and clarity that you need to keep on moving forward. That's why I'm on a mission to help service-based entrepreneur moms just like you on how to start, grow and stay consistent with your business. Here we will cover running a business as a busy mom, social media tips and of course website strategy to help run and move your business forward. Because the truth is you don't have to run your business as a mom alone. Let's get it. Real quick, before we dive into this episode with Sarah, have you joined the Facebook group community yet? I would love to have you there. It's full of other virtual assistants who are willing to learn, willing to grow, and willing to scale inside their business. I cannot wait to see you inside. All you have to do is go to mamannowsbusiness.com slash community, and it will take you right there. I can't wait to see you inside. Now, let's meet Sarah Gavia. Sarah, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Tell me all the things.
1: Hello, hello. It's so great to be here. I'm having a lovely day and I'm just excited to talk with you.
0: Yes, me too. So I, first of all, love um, starting off with an icebreaker question, but I also want to just quickly tell everybody how we connected, which was pretty much all me because I, I, don't, I don't stalk you, but <laughs> I love your content, Sarah. Like Literally, I love, and I i guess I'll talk about Brock too, because that's how I started to follow you was because of Brock and both of you are just like so cool. And what I love about both of you guys is you guys like, there's only so many people you can trust online. And Sarah, she specializes in social media. And so I want to start off with an icebreaker question for you, Sarah. So what, tell me, what, what are you having for lunch today?
1: Oh my gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> what sounds even- good. <laughs> Probably like some sort of, I don't know. I just put in an Instacart order last night. So maybe I'll make some sort of like sandwich. Like, you know, when you first go grocery shopping and you just have like tons of ingredients, you just feel inspired. Like I'm actually really make something really good today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. (laughs) Okay. So Sarah, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah,
1: of course. Hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah Gavia. I am a social media manager an Instagram coach, and I have had the honor to help literally hundreds of people now, probably even thousands, <laughs> grow on Instagram. I specialize uh, working with business owners, and so through social media management, we you know create content and edit reels and all that stuff, and then through coaching, we help with I help with different strategies and helping you to really see followers and see those results that you've been working for. So that's basically what I do. And I'm super excited to be here and talk with Pamela a little bit and kind of combine our two worlds.
0: Yes, I love that. And what I noticed about you, Sarah, right away is you also have a background in dancing. And so I noticed that you, we, I think we kind of went through this right around the same time, which is how we ended up connecting about doing this podcast episode together. So I'll quickly just say my piece of it, and then you can kind of tell your piece of it. But for me... Um, I was a website designer for the past year and I realized in uh, or not realized I had the idea in June that I was going to start a podcast. I had no idea that it was going to go the way it did. And so long story short, I had to figure out, am I going to keep the podcast that I just launched or am I going to completely change the game and start a new podcast and start this new branch of my business? And that's exactly what I did. And right around the same time, um, I noticed that you had also kind of went through the same thing. So before, were you posting both on one account? Or was that what you were doing before?
1: Yeah. So just to give a little bit of my backstory, I was a dancer for years and years and years, specifically a ballet dancer. And I was doing that my entire life. I actually, I'm 22 years old now, and I officially stopped dancing professionally when I was 20. So it's been about two years. Um, before I got into the whole social media and what I do now, I was a full-time professional ballet dancer. And so all of my Instagram posts, A, I wasn't using them to promote any sort of business or anything. Uh, But then B, they were all about ballet. Like it was my life. It was, you know, typical, you know, 19, 20 year old girl going Mm -hmm. out with friends, posting random things on Instagram Uh, So I definitely went through quite a big transition when it comes to not only my life, but then also my Instagram account as well.
0: Right. That's so awesome. And so when, at what point did you start your business? Like, were you still posting that dance stuff or did you create a new account right away?
1: So the one thing that I did that I, to this day, regret a little bit is not starting a new account because I wish that I did. Knowing what I know now uh, if I could tell 20-year-old Sarah, <laughs>
0: hey,
1: you should start a new account instead of transforming your old one. Cause you know, when you have an account since 2012, probably, and all yeah. of my posts for all of that time was about ballet, it's a little hard to just like make that tough like zero to one hundred transition overnight into posting right. business content. So that was what I did. I probably wouldn't do that now. Um, But yeah, it was a very, you know, overnight flip of ballet content right over to business content.
0: Right. And so at what point did you decide that like, okay, I'm going to just have two accounts for this because you have like two YouTubes, right? Two TikToks, two Instagram accounts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what point did you decide that?
1: Yeah, I decided to do that. um, Once I learned about social media strategy. So I would say I don't know. It was probably not even until like a year into my business. The the thing with me was that my whole life was transitioning. So ballet was a thing of the past. So it was pretty easy for me to transition into only posting business content. But then eventually, as I kind of continued on this, I was like, well, I kind of miss talking about that side too. Like, I wish that I had another platform where I could talk about you know, my experiences as as a dancer and help other dancers and help people maybe going through the transition of leaving ballet or leaving the dance world, kind of like what I did. And so it was at that point, probably a year into just posting business content that I decided to open up another account. Like, so my my second account where I would talk about that side and i decided to open up that new account because it was completely different. I didn't want to talk about this anymore on my business account. It didn't feel relevant to the people that were following that account and so i decided to open up the new one.
0: Yeah, and that's so awesome. And that's such a hard decision to make too and i i'm telling you when i started the transition to podcast education and management like i was so stuck on this for and i'm sure maybe maybe it was like easier for you but for me it took like weeks to decide like okay, i have to start a new account because though there are some overlap for me, the people who were listening to Mama Knows Business aren't going to be the same people who's listening to Moms Who Podcast. So and I had to like, <laughs> I had to make that decision. And then what I did too is we all have to try things out, right? So wh- what I did at first, and this happened for like four days, I had to rename, I mean, I didn't have to, I chose to. <laughs> I chose to rename my podcast, Mama Knows Business to Moms Who Podcast just to kind of see how it felt. And then four days later, I was like, yeah, no, this isn't working. This literally has to be a new podcast. So it's so hard to make that decision. So what would you say to somebody who's like, oh, should I make a new account? Like, what's your advice to them?
1: Yeah. So I would say, first of all, that there is no one size fits all. So I could sit here and tell you what the best practices would be for something like this. But at the end of the day, there are always exceptions, right? So there are always going to be people who are able to have a million different niches on one account and still grow, right? What I would suggest in terms of best practices for something like this is if your ideal client for the two different things that you do are completely different people, then I believe you should have two accounts. And the main reason why is because it is so much easier to attract people when you have a clear vision of who that person is in your mind. So like you're able to create content specifically for this one person. Now, when this one person comes to your page, they see this content, all of this content that fully just relates to them and they want to follow. It's so much easier to get followers when you have that specific niche down account. And so that's what I would say. If your ideal client for this new venture that you're going through is completely different than the other one, then I would separate it.
0: Yeah, and that makes total sense and I actually have um a few people in my community who are really struggling with this. So, how going a little bit deeper here. How how do they decide like to niche down and like why is niching down so 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 important?
1: Yeah, well, I think a lot of the things that I mentioned are huge reasons as to why it can be important. Like, for example, attracting the right people. If you're trying yeah. to attract three different personas, it's a lot harder to get an audience that's going to engage with everything that you post. Like for example, let's say you post, um, you know, recipes and you post photography content, like tips for photographers and you post fashion, right? You're going to be attracting three completely different people. Now what's going to happen is you're either going to gain zero followers because nobody cares about all three of those things, or you're going to gain Followers who only want to see the one specific type of content that they want to see. So now, whenever you post recipes, okay, you get the same people commenting on those videos, but then you post, you know, a fashion tip and it's like dead silence. So it it becomes awkward. And I always say that if you don't choose a niche, your niche kind of chooses you because you're going to see your audience is only going to engage with that one style of content that they want to see. And that can become really hard for you if, like, you know, maybe that's not what you want to post. And now you're stuck yeah. posting only about that. So that would be my biggest like advice as to why you should niche down just for your audience.
0: Yeah. And that's so important because you really, you can't attract, um, what's that thing Brock says. You say it too. Like you can't, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one.
1: The, <laughs> I always is- hear
0: you guys say that. And it's so true. <laughs> And um, I can, like, literally, luckily say I finally found, you know, my audience. But it takes a while. Like, how long did it take you to find yours? It definitely took me a hot second.
1: I I was stuck kind of trying to attract everyone. I didn't know exactly who I was talking to. It probably took me until, like, a year into my business that I actually was able to identify My ideal client. Like, I thought that I knew who they were, but then really sat and like reevaluated my content. And I realized that the people who I want to work with aren't gonna care about the content that I'm making. Like, it's kind of going over their head a little bit too much or whatever. And I had to really like sit down with myself and be like, do I have a clear vision of who I'm talking to? So, it probably took me about a year into consistently posting that I had to like take a step back and be like, okay, let me get more clear
0: on this. Right. And it does, it took me probably right around the same time. And it just all goes back to, um, and this is um, what I was t- telling somebody earlier today is like just putting one step in front of the other. So maybe you're not sure that's okay. Just try it and then it'll all work itself out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I totally agree. So did you have anything else that you wanted to say as far as like niching down or like how they could choose um, the best niche for them or anything related to that area? And then I would love to talk about how you specifically help people on Instagram as well and where everybody can connect with you.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would just say to take it one day at a time, right? When it comes to choosing your niche, that's all it really is. It's choosing. It's not like it's going to fall into your lap and present itself as the perfect thing. Like you literally just have to pick one. Like you just got to pick yeah. one and go right. with it. And if you don't like it, yeah. guess what? You're not married to it. Like you can. Yeah other one <laughs> so right. it's it's all about just picking that thing. Now, with that being said, I do think that there are a couple of different like requirements to a good, profitable niche, like make sure that it's something that you know someone actually needs. like there's a need yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. and that there's the potential, if this is your goal, that there actually is the potential to monetize and, you know, work this into your business or whatever it happens to be. Those would be kind of my baselines of just making sure that it's something that actually people need and actually you can make money from. And then just pick it. Just pick the one thing, go that direction. And guess what? If within a couple of months, maybe six months, I would give it. If you're like, I don't like this or nobody else is seeming to like this or whatever, then you can switch it up and try something different. That would be my biggest tip
0: there for sure. So true. And I love that. I Because literally, I just lived all of what you said. (laughs) And it's so true. I love that. Okay, okay Sarah, so tell us. Yeah. So tell us how can we connect with you? Um, and go ahead and tell us like, um, and I know you mentioned it before, but feel free to like if you have any like special things going on right now, like how can we connect with you? How can, how can um, anybody listening get help with their Instagram if they just like, you know what? I need an expert. What can we expect?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first thing that I would highly suggest is following me on Instagram because to be honest, you're going to get tons of free value. I post lots of free educational content. So that's like a great starting point. And you can find me on Instagram or on TikTok at sarahgav underscore. So that's Sarah with an H G A V underscore. And then if you're looking to further work together and explore my different services and what I offer, you can head over to my
0: website which is saragav.com. I love that. Thank you so much. And what what kind of services do you offer because I know that you do the the Instagram profile, right? Which like oh my gosh, that's so huge. Do you still do that as well?
1: Yes, I do. So I offer a couple of different services. My uh basically starter service I would say is my profile makeover. This is where I rewrite your Instagram bio in a way that actually attracts the right people. So Us talking all about niche today. One of the first things that you want to do when finally establishing your niche is to update your bio and make sure that your bio reflects that niche and also tells us like who this account is for, what you're going to be posting, right? So that's what I do in my profile makeover service. And again, you can find that on my website. Uh, I also offer consulting. So if you are looking to kind of dive a little bit deeper into your Instagram strategy and work one on one, via like a zoom call, uh, that would be consulting. And then the last service that I offer is management. So this is for someone who, you know, you don't have the time to be posting every day and to be creating content, or maybe you just want someone who can create better content than maybe you could do yourself. Uh, this would be where an Instagram manager comes in and I would be running your account for you, creating graphics, creating reels, whatever. Uh, and that is another service that I offer as well.
0: I love that. And I just want to talk about your, the profile reviews. Um, I don't know. Have you done one of those lately you did these like awesome reels where you took like these big businesses and you like redid their profile and made them so much better. <laughs> I was like, man, they need to hire you. <laughs> so yeah. If you haven't, you need to bring those videos back. Those were, I love those. Those are my favorite. I know. I mean, I love all of your stuff, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those videos were definitely so fun and I definitely would be interested in doing those again. Yeah, it was really fun to do that. It just takes a lot of time to do something like that because it was oh a lot gosh, of fun. Oh gosh, I bet.
0: Oh, I totally, I totally <laughs> bet. But um profile, um, your Instagram profile is so, 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 so important. So definitely um hand Sarah up for that or if you need any of her services. But Sarah, it was so, so good to talk with you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so grateful to be here and to be talking with your lovely audience. And uh, yeah, it was just really fun. And thank you for having me.
0: No problem. I hope you loved that episode as much as I did. If you are not following Sarah on social media, make sure that you are following her accounts. She is on Instagram and TikTok at sarahgav underscore. Make sure that you check out the show notes with all of the information on how to contact her and make sure that you follow her and show her some love. Hey friend, if this episode inspired you or blessed you in any way, I would love for you to screenshot this episode and share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Pamela Christa, or send a text to a friend and let her know that you think this would bless her. And if you would be so kind, please take 30 seconds and leave me a review on Apple and follow this podcast by hitting the plus icon up at the top. That is the number 1 way you can say thank you to me. By leaving a review, you're helping others know if they want to listen to the show, and by following this podcast, you'll be notified when new episodes are available. I would love to connect with you on Instagram, where I'm at Pamela Christa, and my DMs are always open. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Philippians 4, 6. I'll chat with you soon, friend.